I was still not valuing myself, not respecting and honoring myself, not loving myself enough to believe that I deserved a life that reflected who I am. Welcome to season two of Tales from the Journey. I am Stephanie Zamora and I am your host and I am so excited to be back in this space with you. We have some incredible guests coming up on this season that I cannot wait to share, some of whom I interviewed a while back when we were recording for season one and many new connections that I have had the honor of making in the process of finding people that are a fit with very powerful, humbling, incredible stories of rising up and coming back in the aftermath of challenging chapters and big life transitions. So I cannot wait to share all of those episodes with you in this season. And I will also be doing solo episodes, a small handful of solo episodes. We will see how those go in terms of both me showing up and sharing in this format and if it is something that you all would like to listen to. I will be sharing some of the key lessons that I have learned over the years through developing my journey mapping process through my own healing and growth work, as well as all of the trends and patterns that we are starting to see by having these interviews for the show. So I am really excited to go deeper into those topics with you and wanted to kick off this season by sharing a little bit about where I've been. I took a lot of time off between season one and season two. And I took time off as well from social media and blogging and making videos because I was going through my own big growth season. This has actually been one of the most transformational seasons of my life, which is saying quite a bit considering everything that I have been through. If you're not familiar with my story, you can learn a bit more about it in some of the earliest season one episodes. I talk a lot about my journey with trauma, loss, healing, and just everything that I went through (laughs) after a traumatic loss really tipped me over and poured me out, just turned my life inside out. And I learned so much about what it takes to heal and rise up and come back. But this season in particular was one of alignment really shaking loose anything that was no longer aligned with who I'm here to be in the world. And a big focus of journey mapping is very much purpose. Purpose is my purpose and helping others live their purpose and understanding the processes that we need to move through in order to show up fully aligned and fully expressed. Those are my passions, my work in this life. And for me personally, after my traumatic loss back in 2014, I did not realize how much that experience altered who I am. There were some things that I could tell right away were different, some parts of me and pieces that I lost. And there was a lot that was slowly revealed to me over the following years. If you've read my memoir, it's called Unravel, Rising Up and Coming Back from a Season of Living That Damn Near Killed Me. We will link to that below in the show notes. You can also go to theunravelbook.com. I shared a lot about what I went through in terms of a traumatic suicide loss, how that left me with PTSD, how that PTSD led me into an abusive relationship with a addict, and how everything caused my business to die a slow death, led to me ultimately filing bankruptcy, as well as some really serious, exhausting, and terrifying health issues. So I went through quite a bit. And despite all of that, managed to figure out how to really rise up and come back and rebuild my life from the ashes of what it once was. And that was a journey in and of itself. And I've shared a lot about that. And it's how my journey mapping process was born. It's the foundation of everything that I have really built. And I still 
didn't realize how much of myself I had lost and how far I had strayed from my truest self and how much everything had really impacted my sense of self and my self-worth. So I thought that I was healing and growing and doing so much better. And by many accounts, I was, you know, relatively, I was making better choices in terms of work and relationship and my life and really beginning to move towards living a life that felt truly aligned with who I'm here to be. I moved myself to the mountains. I got in a relationship that was definitely healthier and much more lovely and loving and supportive than the abusive relationship that I ended up in after my loss. And when that relationship had its own issues and turmoil and trauma bonding and lots of things, despite the fact that he was a lovely human who I loved deeply and who loved me as well. And it was, again, very healthy by all accounts. The issues that we had and the unraveling of our relationship caused me to really have to stop and reflect on my sense of self and my self-worth and to really see that I was still operating from a very low point of self-worth and sense of deservingness. And that is why I felt like I was doing so much better is because I was doing better relative to what I had been through after my loss. But compared to the person that I was before loss, really rocked my world, it was still much lower. I was still not valuing myself, not respecting and honoring myself, not loving myself enough to believe that I deserved a life that reflected who I am and a relationship that felt really supportive and nurturing in very specific ways based on who I am and what's important to me. And so after this relationship ended, I was thrust very conveniently. I had signed up to do some trainer's training work around process work with someone who I absolutely adore, Colby Tatusis. He's actually a guest in season one. He's an incredible human and he does insanely powerful and transformational work with his leadership training. And I was fortunate to be a part of that. In that training, we do a ton of process work. I mean, very deep, very intense, very confronting process work. And this happened right after my relationship ended. And I was forced to really face all of these things that I've mentioned, my self-worth, not honoring myself, not having good boundaries, not feeling deserving of the things that I wanted, still feeling to blame for my loss, still feeling like I deserved all the horrible things that happened in the relationship that followed it. And so I began to really unpack all of these things and it was gutting. It was so emotionally intense and revealing and just raw. And I felt so held and so supported in that community that Colby created inside of his work. And after that, discovered Lacey Phillips' work, To Be Magnetic. Her work is incredible when it comes to manifesting because it's focused around raising our self-worth, which was the work that I was already primed to be doing. And so doing her process work, doing her manifestation work, I really dug deep into my shadows. And so shadow is elements of ourself that we abandon or deny and we tuck away. And it can feel ugly and negative and hard to look at some of these shadow elements because of our subconscious programming and because of you know things that we've been told or the reasons that we've tucked these parts away. But these parts are an aspect of who we are. And if we can really embrace and own them, we're able to be more of our most fully expressed, fully authentic, fully aligned self. And so I dug into a lot of my shadows and I will be talking about a lot of this stuff in more detail in some of my solo episodes just to really hone in on some topics around self-worth and core wounding and subconscious programming and shadow work and how we actually become fully expressed in the aftermath of these challenging seasons. Much of what we 
talk about and touch on on this podcast. So I'm going to be going into these in a lot more depth in the solo episodes. And you'll also see a lot of the insights and awarenesses and processes and aha moments and ideas reflected throughout the interviews that we're doing in the season. So that is why I love doing these interviews is that you can see all of these lessons and all of this work really reflected in a whole wide variety of people and journeys and experiences. So just now I'll be going into more detail on all of that. So make sure that you're subscribed if you don't want to miss any episodes. But all of that to say, I spent a ton of time this year deep in my own processing work. And inside of that really was able to see where certain aspects of my life and business and relationships were no longer aligned. And that's something that we talk a lot about on this show, as well as in the journey mapping work is letting go of hands that held us, letting go of places and spaces and communities that just no longer serve us. So there was a lot of letting go. There was a lot of release and there was a lot of building self-trust, trust in myself, but also trust in the universe and trust to navigate big life changes. So I will be talking a lot more about self-trust in some of the upcoming solo episodes. And you will again see that reflected in a lot of the interviews. And you can go back to season one if you haven't listened to any of them or if you missed any episodes. There is a tremendous amount of beautiful inspiration in the guests that we have had on the show so far really showing what self-trust looks like because it's not always easy. It's not always seamless. It doesn't always look like you're such a courageous and brave person. A lot of times it's picking yourself up off the floor and giving something a go one more time or moving forward despite the terror and the uncertainty. And I will say that is what a lot of this year has looked like for me is really creating space for for this last year. I guess when this comes out, it will be (laughs) 2022. I am recording this in December of 2021, so I am very much reflecting on this last year. And 2021 was a very big growth year for me, so it has very much been about creating space to be with myself, to be with my truth, to be with my shadows, to be with my fears, my traumas, my core wounding, my low self-worth, my feeling undeserving, and exploring why all of that is there and what it takes to really move through it so that I can show up as my most fully expressed self. And I am so glad that I did that work. And that's why I feel very ready to come back to this podcast and to start sharing stories again, as well as sharing my stories and my lessons in the solo episodes. Because when we do this deeper work, which as you have probably experienced in your own life, and you have definitely seen modeled through these interviews, this work is not easy. It's really challenging. It's really gutting. It's really confronting. It's really uncomfortable. And it can lead to a lot of uncertainty as we strip away all of these aspects of self, all of these relationships and pieces of our life and our identity so that we can create the space to say, okay, who am I actually here to be? What actually feels aligned for me? What do I actually want? What is my purpose? Who am I here to be? And what is my work in this world? And what do I need to do to really align with that? There is just a tremendous amount of uncertainty, and that is certainly what I experienced this year, and I am so excited that I took that time. I'm so grateful that I did because now I'm very clear on what I'm building in terms of my work and this next season of my personal life, which I can't wait to share more about as well. So all of that, just to give an update about where I've been, why we took such a long break. And yeah, we will have 12 weeks in this season and we will have two episodes each week. Again, I will weave some solo episodes in there and I just, I cannot wait to share these interviews with you. We have such incredible guests this season and we are planning for a season three in the fall as well. 
that is the update from me on where I've been and just wanted to invite you to show up and participate in this journey to really take the time when the episodes come out, when it works for you to really sit with and listen to everyone's stories and to revisit the first three episodes of the podcast. So episodes one through three in season one, I outlined some really important processes and frameworks that you can see modeled in all of these interviews. So I talk a lot about the journey mapping process, which is the process that I developed for rising up and making a comeback in the aftermath of challenging chapters and big life transitions. It is loosely based on Joseph Campbell's hero's journey, but you will see all of the steps in that process modeled in each person's journey. And I think, again, it's really important for us when we're in it, because when we're in it, when we're in the depths of these journeys for ourselves, it can be really hard to get our bearings and to not feel crazy and broken and stuck and like we're never going to get to where we want to be. Things feel very impossible when we're in it. And so it is insanely helpful to bear witness to other people's stories and journeys. And our guests have been so incredible in sharing very openly, very vulnerably, and taking us inside their experience and what it felt like to really go through their challenging season and make their comeback and figure out who they are in the aftermath and allow each season to really shape them even more into who they're here to be, even if it changed who they were when they first started out. So you will see the journey mapping process and everything that we teach and talk about modeled in all of these stories. So revisit the first three episodes. I also share my process for how to make the impossible happen. You will also see a lot of that talked about and modeled in these interviews, people who were just at the lowest lows or whose lives changed so significantly that everything that they thought their life would be was just no longer on the table, whether that was a loss or a trauma or a health issue or a natural disaster or something else. The trajectory that they were on got chain. And all of that stuff is challenging. Nobody knows that more than me and nobody knows that more than the guests that are on the show, but you will see time and time again how people made impossible things happen. And all of them have made these processes their own because they were just living them out in real time. And so it's really beautiful to see all the different ways people have approached rising up and coming back and making the impossible happen. So check out the first three episodes. You will get some good insight into the frameworks that we really organize these conversations around. I try really hard to make sure that you can see the entire process. So we always start with who they were before and walk through everything that they went through to discover who they are now. If you are struggling yourself, we have lots of free resources on the free page. So that's www.talesfromthejourney.tv slash free. You will see my free workbook for how to make the impossible happen, which you can put to use immediately no matter where you are on your journey. You also can get access to to our eight-part sampler of the Journey Mapping Program that includes video lessons, worksheets, and acupressure sessions to help you wherever you are in the journey. So know that we also have resources available to you. And that is what I have in this first episode. I am so excited to be back. I just wanted to share a little bit about where I was and what you have to look forward to. And again, stay tuned. Make sure you're subscribed. I can't wait to share our upcoming interviews, and I will catch you in another episode soon. Thank you so much for joining us today and for being a part of this powerful community of purpose-driven individuals. We have a ton of free resources for you at www.talesfromthejourney.tv free, including access to my signature process for how to make the impossible happen, packaged in a simple, easy-to-follow workbook that you can implement immediately. 
Whether you're trying to heal in the aftermath of a challenging chapter, working to uncover your purpose, or going after anything else that feels impossible, you'll learn how to take an entirely different kind of action that goes against much of what you've been taught about manifestation and goal achievement. We'd love your help in getting the message out and growing our community, so please take a moment to share this episode, subscribe to the podcast, and leave us a review on iTunes. I'll catch you in the next episode.